Welcome to the PowerShell News Podcast. I'm your host, Hajar Dalawal. And I'm the co-host, Mick Pletcher. Hello, Mick. Hey, Harjit. Hey. So, life is good? Absolutely. That's yep. good. That's good. Yeah. Um, been uh, been really busy uh, since the PowerShell Global Summit there, since we were there, and been yep. just swamped this past, I guess it's been about a month and a half since then, and um, getting in, moved into our new house. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. You moved to your new house and all that, but you're still not sitting down quietly because you're still building stuff, <laughs> fixing things in a brand new house. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. And, <laughs> and you know, the brand new house comes with new appliances, but you are changing the appliances and you are. <laughs> you crack me up. <laughs> hey, it's like, you know, I guess, uh, you know, I'm just never satisfied. That's what my wife always says. Oh, believe me, I know. I've had a few chats with her on Facebook. <laughs> She's on my side. <laughs> but hey, that you know, looking at it as it pertains to PowerShell, that's how you get better at stuff. I see, I see. <laughs> all right, all right. So with uh, with that said, uh, have you attended any of the community uh, PowerShell community calls? Um, I haven't. You know, I haven't. Um, we have been so swamped at uh, my office that we we have project after project in fact we have actually consultants that are coming in and helping us with a, uh, a lot of these projects we're doing and i just haven't had time right 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 uh, yeah same here um i had to um, you know i went back to um the seattle area actually we had uh, my team had a an offsite meeting there so that was that was nice at the microsoft campus and and other travel uh, stuff that have come up too so yeah it's been busy um but 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 good so we are going to talk about in this uh episode um there's an article from it pro today that highlights you know the top 10 powershell tips of 2022 and it says yeah this you know our most read PowerShell articles include and uh, included instructions for encrypting, you know, scripts, uh, initializing disk, and things like that. So let's just talk about this, um, you know, tips and tricks, I guess, and um, um, and maybe we can, um, you know, add our own as well here. So, so yes. looking at right, go ahead. Yeah, some of the uh, stuff in here, like the first one is they're talking about how to encrypt PowerShell scripts. And and I think they have some good points here on why you would want to encrypt them. Like, for instance, uh, let's say you have uh, you've written a script and you've hard coded stuff in there that is sensitive data and you don't want anybody to just be able to open the script up and read what it's saying. Uh, that's one good reason right there. Yeah, to uh, to protect sensitive information, and uh, and you know, and preventing it from falling in the wrong hands, kind of a thing. So, yeah, you can you can um, um, uh, encrypt your scripts. You know, nothing stops you from doing that. So again, you know, um, IT Pro today has this uh, the, this article where, which we're just going through and highlighting them as well here. So next one, another one is um, you know using PowerShell to initialize a disk and create partitions. Um, you know, those that don't know what we're talking about here is basically like when you go to, you know, computer management and then I think it's disk management. Uh, so let's say if you added extra space to your to your C drive or D drive or things like that, you need to expand it. And then, you know, uh, depending on what you want to do, you can format it. 
um, you know, uh, things like that. So well, basically what you can do all of that with PowerShell. And, and you know, uh, expanding on that also uh, in that area, that's one of the things that I changed in our build. I actually use PowerShell to uh, do a, um, a complete disk wipe before yes. the new OS is laid down, and I use these PowerShell commandlets for that. Right, right, right. Yep. That makes it makes sense. Um, and then, you know, uh, if if else statements, those are pretty powerful um, as well to make sure that, you know, specific conditions are met. Right. So um, <clears throat> and I think this is pretty useful when you want to have, you know, hey, if if I'm trying to do this and if it is this the case, then then proceed with this next step. If, you, if not, then don't do that kind of a thing. Definitely. Right. Uh, so you can add like you know um, uh, logics and you know uh, things like that to your uh, uh, your, your scripts. Uh, what else you want? So the next one here is about uh, how to use automatic PowerShell transcription. And that's a huge one, I think. Um, the transcription, you know, it, and we're actually going to, um, we were going to cover some topics on on security on this one, but but obviously PowerShell is. is is so um, into or well, security is such an important part of PowerShell that we're actually going to uh, put all that in our next episode. But um, as far as on this list here, you know, where it includes transcription, that's actually one of the projects I am working on right now. And what what it is 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 uh, having it put logs in the system uh, or generate logs of everything PowerShell does on your domain. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, and you're generating huge. yeah transcripts of all the commands that you that you run or enter, right? So which yes. is good. It's for and, audit purposes. Right? And here is a very very uh, useful part of this that I actually learned yesterday while I'm writing the group policies for this. Um, you can actually have so let's say a, a cyber attack is getting ready to take place and you have a threat actor in your domain. Well, th obviously they're going to want to use PowerShell because it's so powerful. Well, one of the things you can do via group policy is you can actually go in there, and if they use the Dash encoding and Base64, where they've converted the actual PowerShell script to Base64 code, it when it does the transcription, it will actually convert it back to readable text. Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. huge. That is huge, yeah. That is good. Yep. Um, and then uh, loop statements, right? Uh, how to use loop statements in PowerShell. Uh, these are uh, very good if you're trying to run actions against like, you know, multiple items or, or repetitive items, right? Repetitive things. Yeah. Uh, I tell you, one of my favorite loops is, is the try catch. Try catch. I love yeah. that. In fact, I'm I'm writing. I just wrote a script yesterday, and actually, I'm getting ready to publish it probably sometime next week. But uh, I was doing the try catch of um, do, importing a PowerShell module, and basically, what I'm using the try catch for is is I have it try to import it. If it if that errors out because the it does not exist, then it does the catch, and it actually um, does the install uh, okay. of the module so that's a that's a good one right there that you can use it for to um uh, if you don't if you aren't sure if the module is installed on the system you can use try catch in that scenario oh cool yeah yeah try catch is a pretty uh, pretty neat uh, function um the um and then we have um, how to enable storage caching in windows server 
so I guess Windows Server 22 allows users to enable storage cache or caching for storage spaces. Uh, do you know anything more about about this? I don't. Um, I haven't. I mean, I'm I'm starting to build a few Windows Server 2022s, mm-hmm. um, but I you know I'm just now starting to to get into those. I will say this though about Server 2022, about the consulting firm that we have uh, helping us with a lot of these projects we're doing actually mentioned that uh, in their experience, 2022 is just basically an extension of 2019 and it's perfectly safe to transition your servers to 2022. Okay. If if, if you're, if you're, you know, leery, uh, will it cause problems? And I can tell you this, I built brand new configuration manager server, SQL built it all in server 2022 and was had no problems at all since then. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then using uh, PowerShell to find password-protected Word documents. That's pretty neat. That is. So, uh, you know, uh, it's um, in a way, you know, uh, for example, like, you know, people uh, or someone has, you know, protected, you know, some Word documents, password-protected, whatever, in your network that, you know, you can hunt it down uh, to see if there's anything rogue and stuff like that that's that's lingering in your file, file mm-hmm. share somewhere, I guess. Who knows, right? Yeah, th- that could be very useful, especially in industries like where I am in legal, if you're searching for one like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and then, you know, finally, um, you know, uh, you can use PowerShell again to do disk management console type management, right, for storage, for servers and, and workstations and things like that. So uh, we already covered that before. Um, and it's basically, you know, on that one, it's basically uh, they talk about the fact of how that how that comes in very useful when there's bulk operations to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and another one um, I want to mention is that um, about using comments in PowerShell uh, scripts. Um, you know, I, you know the, the you know best practice or you know recommended practice is to actually add as many comments as you can in your script so that one you know what they're there for. Let's say down the road, you know, three years down the road or whatever, five years down the road, you look at your script, you're like. What the heck does this do? Um, why did I put this in here? You know, um, and stuff like that. So one, it'll help you figure out what what your scripts actually, um, you know, they do. Number two, you know, you may leave your company or you may need to pass the script on to somebody else or whatever. At least they have an idea of what you're talking about and how you wrote it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I, that's actually uh, a case that happened with me here about, I think now it's been like four years ago. I, uh, the last company I worked at, the person that took my place when I left uh, emailed me all of a sudden and he says, Hey, can you take a look at one of your scripts? He said, I never learned PowerShell since you left, but I'm still using one of your scripts here eight years later. And uh, I took that back four years later. And I was like, uh, Okay, sure, sure. I don't mind that. And uh, he, uh, when he sent it to me, I was like, "Oh my god!" I had not documented any of it, and I'm trying to figure <laughs> out what the script even does. I could do right. It. And of course, back in that time, my code was like, eh. <laughs> 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 but I wish I had had put comments in it and it would have really helped me uh at that point but yes and i'm I'm gonna i'll also expand on this a little more too the best book i have ever read that got me into how i write my code today is code complete 
and that's by Microsoft. And that was, that first one was written in the 90s. Uh, actually, both of them were Code Complete and Code Complete 2. And Code Complete is actually what got me to write the syntax I do in PowerShell. And oh. that's how I, that's how I got uh, why I use so much commenting, why I have the header in the code, all you know, with all the information on what the script does, and all that. That very book, and it's I don't I mean even though the the languages it had you know they had back then, I believe they were uh, talking C in that book. Still, the, and, just, and it still exists, right? The book. Y- yep. Okay. Great. Book Complete 2 is okay. It wasn't as good, but the first one is golden, I think, in my opinion. That's a good tip. That's a good tip. So, anyways, regarding comments, how do you how do you add comments? Very simple. The the pound sign, right? So you type the pound sign and then you type whatever comments you want, uh, text space, and there you go. Um, You can add that, you know. Before your command, you can add that after a command. You can add that above a command, below a command, whatever you want, right? All it is is just basically using the pound sign, which um, uh, eliminates it from running as a as a as a code or something like that. And and here's another tip on the commenting too. So if if you've got multiple lines that you want to comment, let's say you're gonna want to comment out. Uh, you know, a whole segment of PowerShell code, then you can, at the very beginning of it, you can do the, see, what would that be? The less than symbol and pound. And then at the very end of that segment of code you want to comment out, you just do the pound and then the greater than symbol. Yes. Yes. So you can, you can um, comment out like a block, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So other than that, do you have any other (coughs) tips for this uh, episode? Um, not, well, let's see here. Oh yes, uh, AWS. We um, I, I found an article on that, and I'm I'm neither you or I are um, AWS people. Um, right. We're both we both have always worked in full Microsoft shop Microsoft yeah. shops. But this I did find this interesting, and of course we've had AWS on our podcast here also before. Um, AWS announced that uh, PowerShell uh, custom runtime for Lambda, and Lambda apparently is a – they basically uh, – you don't have to worry about your operating system. You don't have to worry about VM or anything. You can just uh, – they give you uh, segments of compute time, Amazon does, it, and the uh, Lambda. And so okay. now PowerShell is available in Lambda, and you don't have to have uh, .NET framework. Oh, cool. Okay. That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know about the Lambda, so I'm so yeah. I was telling my wife that because she's a uh, she's becoming a big uh, AWS person since she's a uh, telecom engineer. I see. I see. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to slowly get her into PowerShell. <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, she's going to be the new scripting wife, huh? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't got a building building homes and stuff. You know. <laughs> I can't get her to go that far, huh? <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, yeah. So that's this is the this is it. It was uh, short and sweet. It's all about just uh, a few um, uh, tips here and there that uh, that we discovered. Um, and uh, you know, we'll uh, kick off another show um, uh, soon. So until next time, you know where to find us. And I'm Hooge on Twitter, H O O R G E. And I'm uh, Mick Pletcher, and on Twitter, I'm Mick underscore Pletcher. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.